Audio morning brief for the U.S. stock market. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point, 7.46 a.m. Eastern Time, November 6th. Okay, for the moment, the model assumes that the stock market top futures and cash last Friday. If the overnight market futures are a little bit higher, that's fine. It's just, uh, uh, just call it level four top. But this, um, as we go into the opening here for the cash market, it is firm. Uh, the futures are trying to work higher. Um, but I would prefer the level four holds. So I'd really like to see the futures not trade above 4391.75. And so far, I have the high at 4386.75. I think it's time to put in a level three top. I think it's time to pull this market back this week. We have two clearly large gaps that need to be filled someday. If it was one gap, I might say, you know, maybe we never will see that filled. Or maybe it's the end of this decade when we have a crashing bear market of 50% down or something. Um, or something goes wrong in the next few years to bring it down and maybe things aren't that bullish in the next few years. But uh, in general, it ought to be filled in like in two weeks from the time it's been uh, filled. Well, uh, with two of them, however, I just cannot imagine two gaps that close to one another, that clear, sticking out like sore thumbs. They're just not going to get filled near term. So I think this is the time to pull it back, at least fill one of those gaps before going higher. So I think uh, we might be on our way if we can get the futures to trade below the overnight low. I think it's the overnight low, 1374, uh, and better still to retrace some of Friday's up move. Now, if by chance it takes out the high uh, today, we will have some upside potential about 44.20 in the futures, and there may be much more than that. And it is possible the market's then going to stay up to Tuesday, Wednesday before starting that uh, pullback. And there's also the possibility that it just pokes through that and is all over today that we really couldn't time that level for that well. So I'm just a little bit suspicious here of strength, even though I know the trend is up and looks like a strong market. So as we move over to the hourly chart of the S&P 500 cash, we've got a sizable enough gap starting at 4334.23. And on Friday, the market closed at 4358.34. I think it should come down and fill that. We have a much larger gap. And by the way, that gap was created uh, on uh, November 3rd. We now have a, we have a gap on November 2nd and two days consecutive gaps. That's just too much for me. I feel like this market needs to come down. So at any rate, that gap began on November 2nd at 4268.26 uh, and can go down to the prior day's close, probably around 4237. So those are the ranges that can be downside targets. Now, there's actually a third gap that you won't see on the daily chart unless you really have a magnifying glass, but it sticks out on the hourly chart that was created to October 30th. I think that's so far beneath the market, just forget about it. And the market is going to have to come down below 4,200, about for, uh, getting close to 4,150 even. And then people are going to say, might as well just shove that down into the 4,120s and fill that gap as well. It'll become a target, maybe even self-fulfilling prophecy. But there's no reason for it to go there today. <clears throat> I think there's reasons for these other two gaps to uh, be filled. Now, if they want to move higher again, we might just have a little bit more upside here in the next few days. So what I'm going to do is switch over to my daily chart here, and we'll go to the S&P 500 cash. What we have is on Friday, it opened up near the 50-day moving average. Prior, it moved up 
uh, prior day moved uh, opened near the 500-day moving average. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, that was. Let me get my averages right here. Uh, moved up to uh, the 50. Let's see, I got the 50-day um, moving average 43.48. So moved up to the 50-day moving average. And then we've got the 100-day at 44.03, okay? Uh, I don't have my averages quite right here. So um, what we have is we got the two gaps I just told you about last week. It's hovering near, uh, see, we got a 43.58. <clears throat> so that is the 50-day moving average. So it may yet trade up to the 100-day at 44.03. There, finally on the right track here. But it doesn't have to. It's overbought. It's been such a big run-up. And if it feels like they want to pull this back, okay, to uh, some of those averages just blasted through, and I think it could possibly go back to the 200-day average, about 42.47, but I don't think so, okay? I think we want to consider it's going to come back to the 20-day moving average at best for the bears or at best for bulls who want a sizable pullback to buy, all right? But at the same time, you'd look at that gap on November 2nd, you'd say, boy, it really should come back 200-day average. Fill in both, and it may. Maybe something would be that negative. What would be that negative? I don't know. The earnings are pretty much washed up, so we're not going to get fresh news out of the earnings season unless the, the final few that come in, if they were majority of them not good earnings, well, that might do it. But I'm thinking more it might be a rebound of interest rates and then also profit takers and short-term traders, both bulls and bears, I just feel like this is overdone, let's beat it up. And it may be nothing more than that. Now, something else that might occur for later this month, however, is government spending. That could scare them a bit. Seasonally, from what I understand, when it doesn't bottom in early October, okay, then it bottoms by late October, and normally November is up strong, early November is up strong, and we just seen that, then mid-November is choppy. So we're entering that time frame that I think this level three downswing uh, this week can not only work, it might even spill into next week a little bit. But late November should be strong again. And then you look at all the seasonal patterns. There's throw them in a basket. Normally, September's the worst month of the year. November's the best month of the year. The seasonal down pattern used to be September, October. Now it's August, October, okay? But the November, December bullish pattern is still intact. It has not evolved. It has not changed. So at any rate, that's what I'm expecting, some kind of setback. It may not start for a few days yet. And I do think we're going to see some consolidation mid-month, but I think later in the month things will actually uh, work higher. So I'm going to switch over to my futures chart now. And yes, we have an average of an upside target of 44.31 someday. doesn't have to be now. And the market is respecting Friday's high, and I feel like it ought to top then. But I can allow a few days yet. We're looking for that level three top. It ought to pull back. I'm kind of guessing it may not pull back any lower than 43.12 to the five-day average and will not go down to the 42.72 200-day moving average. But I'd like to see that, frankly. 
I think it would even make things more bullish later on, allow people to get caught up, bought in, because I think people didn't buy enough on this speedy rally. Some did, obviously, but I think a lot didn't, okay? And that helped create some of this scare, but I think now they might get in the mood of, to heck with it. Let's gamble that it will set back some. So at least you're aware of, yes, it may go to 4431 or something like that for the futures for the next target. And also think of the October 12th high and even October 17th highs, cash and futures can be an upside target. But I think if we can get a down day now, um, I think we have to consider level three top in place. I probably won't alert you, but uh, keep in mind on that, it's time to set this market back. It's overbought, okay? Now, I realize this should be just a morning update, but I'm going to quickly double-check my S&P 500 cash and futures weekly charts. Huge explosive week last week. It really should back off this week, maybe even into next week, but it can go up some more early this week than down, but really ought to set back some, and it may respect the level too high at 4393.57 for a little while for the S&P 500 cash, but ultimately, I think by late November, we see it up by an additional amount, I think December we're going to see up quite a bit. We may see 45 to even 4,600s going into the year for the S&P 500 cash. Okay, and the futures would be there, thereabouts. All right, now, dollar index coming down nicely. <clears throat> Don't know what that really means right now. The model's not using it and relying on that much. It's still focusing more on interest rates. Now, in interest rates, I think it's time for at least a little level four bounce today, and they're working higher. But I can also see that uh, it may be a level three. I said I said it should have bottomed last week, but I'm starting to wonder. Well, it did bottom last week. Uh, what I'm saying is it, 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 it can top this week, meaning a little more uh, higher interest rates. And the bottom may not actually be, how do I want to put this? I guess I'm going to allow it to rally this week, in other words, for interest rates. And as I look at bond prices on the opposite side, um, I think it's due for level three top this week. So therefore, interest rates will be coming down or um, going higher. Let's get it right. Uh, going higher, maybe all the way into next week, or at least some of this week, and bond prices ought to be coming down. That was a fantastic bottom last week for bonds, therefore top for interest rates. But I think, I think it's going to <coughs> rebound here <clears throat> and give the stock market maybe a little bit of something to reconsider and uh, cool the heels of the bulls at least and maybe even reignite the bears to take a stab at it. But I think for bonds, we might have found a long-term bottom in bonds October 19th, so interest rates might have finally topped long-term. So keep that in mind for the rest of this year into next year and relative to what the Fed might do. All right, that's all I've got for you this morning. Past results are not necessarily indicative of future results. I think it's time to set the stock market back, rebound the interest rates a bit, but i got to be bullish for November, December, and the end of the year, and that tucks inside a bull market next year that tucks inside a bull market this decade. Thank you.